All right, guys, welcome to this training on DM Mastery. So if you are a personal trainer, if you are a fitness coach, actually, you know what? If you're just an online business in general, you are going to need the master of the DMs. This is going to be your primary source of income. And I mean that because if you master the DMs, you will master call booking, you will master sales, you will master income generation for yourself. So the root is always in the DMs. And I hear so many complaints about people not wanting to do DM outreach or that DM outreach doesn't work. And when I review their conversations, I look at it and I'm like, this is terrible. No wonder why DM outreach doesn't work for you. Uh, the communication here is lackluster. And so I have done a extensive amount of DM reviews for all of the students inside of our program. And there's a few key takeaways that I wanted to come and update that I've been teaching that's been getting really great results for our students. So if you were a personal trainer, this training is going to be for you. But Let's say that you want more in-depth help. You would like myself or one of our team members to actually review your conversations and figure out where you can improve. Then I highly encourage you to check out the Personal Trainers Business Incubator. The PTBI is our program to help coaches start and scale their coaching business to $10,000 per month. And the DMs is just one small aspect to the entire business. And what we'll do is we will go and look into your DMs, review your conversations, give you feedback, help you improve. We'll also review your sales calls, give you feedback, help you improve pretty much an all encompassing under the hood look into your business and to make sure that you have everything that you need. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into DM Mastery 3. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the session called DM Mastery 3. Now, the reason why we call this DM Mastery 3 is because DM Mastery 1 and 2 already exist, and they are inside the Personal Trainers Business Incubator. So DM Mastery 1 actually lays down the script word for word. We tell you exactly how to open conversations, how to lead them to fitness topics, how to ask questions effectively, what questions to ask specifically, how to ask for a call booking. Everything in that lesson is laid out for you in full detail following the script. Now, DM Mastery 2 is an updated version on how you can create different angles in approaching conversation, how you can simplify the conversations and different variety of script questions that you can ask. Now, in DM Mastery 3, the reason why I'm creating this lesson is because I have reviewed many conversations with students who say they're having a hard time booking calls. And when I review their conversations, I see that they're not really following the script or they're kind of doing their own thing. And the smallest little differences that they're doing is leading to lackluster results. Guys, DMs is one of those things that you can have it 95% there, but that 5% is what's going to keep you from getting results. And so it has to be 100%. And so what I'm going to share in this lesson is just some of the common themes that I've been sharing with our students is helping them see better results as in their DMs. But if you want the specific scripts that we use, then I highly recommend checking out the Personal Trainers Business Incubator. So in order to be a successful online coach, you must be a good communicator. This is common denominator. You have to. Even the most decorated coaches out there, the ones with the many degrees, many certifications, you know, many experiences, they are still good communicators at the end of the day. And so the basic skill that you need in order for you to be successful is good communication. We're going to go over those skills in this lesson here. The most successful coaches are social coaches. We have a student, his name is Blaze Curtis. And within his 
third month, he was able to hit his first 20K month. His first month in the program, he hit a 6.5K month. His second month in the program, he hit an over 10K month. And his third month into the program, he's hit a $20,000 month. Now, I've never seen someone grow that fast, but when I got to meet him in real life at the, the PTBI retreat that we host in October, I got to see firsthand how social this person is and how charismatic this person was. He was getting to know every single person in every single corner of the room. It did not matter who you were. He did not discriminate. He was talking to you. He was asking you questions. He was learning about you and he was offering value. Oh, by the way, this person only had 200 followers on Instagram. I still believe he, that he's under 300, but he's in the 200s on Instagram. And so you can absolutely build a successful business even without a huge following so long as you are a social creature. So most people don't believe that outreach works, but trust me, it does. The thing is, most people don't do outreach correctly. That's the thing. So you need to learn how to communicate effectively in order for you to get the desired result that you want. I always say that if you are not seeing the result that you want, it's because you're not asking the right questions or you're not leading the conversation. It's not that DM outreach doesn't work. It's that you are doing something incorrectly that's not leading to the result that you want. And the thing is, is when you're talking to other people, your questions that you ask is a stimulus that's going to get a specific result. You ask a question, they respond. You ask a question, they respond. And so if your responses that you're getting from them isn't leading you where you want them to go, then it has to do with the stimulus that you're providing. So common mistakes that I see in the DMs. The first one is bad openers. I mean, everyone's probably seen this. Everyone probably gets messages all day long. Uh, you know, the worst messages that I get are just people who don't take the time to get to know me. They don't pay attention to what I'm doing. They're just simply doing their rounds of outreach. Uh, they're saying, hey, do you need a PR or someone? Or hey, I came across your profile. Do you need an appointment setter? And, you know, I just get these messages all day long. There's nothing that really draws me in to want to talk to these people. And so they're just going to be mistaken. And so if you're going in to conversations saying, hey, I'm a fitness coach. Do you need a fitness coach? Or hey, you know, I came across your profile and I'd love to see if I can help. It's just not going to stand out anymore. The next thing is bad questions, right? Bad questions is anything that doesn't have to do with the agenda that we set out in this lesson. And we're going to show you what that is in just a second. But bad questions could be asking about people's parents, asking about people's dogs, asking about people's favorite pairs of shoes, music, etc. Anything that doesn't have anything to do leading the conversation to where you want it to go. Sometimes I review students' conversations and they're talking about, you know, vacationing in Italy or they're talking about sports, teams, and music. And it's like, why are you having these conversations? I understand if this person was a friend, but if you're prospecting a client, you know, these questions aren't going to lead to a call booked. And that leads us to the next thing is bad report. Uh, when I ask, you know, why are you asking these questions? They're like, oh, I want to build trust with this person. It's like these questions aren't necessarily going to position you as a trustful coach, right? Just because you understand where this person went to school, what the favorite vacation spot was and what they like to listen to for music doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be the go-to coach because you haven't demonstrated value and you know nothing about their fitness, right? And so that's what we call bad rapport is just not really focusing on the right areas to build true rapport. We'll talk about that later in this lesson. Bad offer. What a bad offer is talking about, you know, your call or your program too soon 
or maybe inappropriately at the wrong time. So typically what you want to do is you want to simply just offer the call as a solution to what it is that they're looking to achieve, but not necessarily offer the call as selling your program. That leads us to the next one, which is selling in the DMs, right? You don't want to be going over prices in the DMs. You don't want to be going over your program in super explained detail because oftentimes what people what people are going to happen is they're going to ask you, what's the cost? You're going to tell them the cost and they're going to say they can't afford it. Well, they probably could actually afford it, but you haven't had the opportunity to truly show the value of your program. And so that's why we want to stay away from selling too hard in the DMs or even selling at all in the DMs because people are going to ask what it's going to cost. You're going to tell them the price and then they're going to ghost, right? This will happen all day long. The next thing is going to be pick me combo. So pick me combo is, you know, a conversation that you start and you hope the person will ask you about fitness coaching. You're like, please ask me about fitness coaching. You could see that I'm a fitness coach. You see that I'm posting fitness content. Please ask me about fitness coaching. And so you just continue asking weird questions, questions that aren't super relevant, just to keep the combo going to hope that they eventually ask you about fitness coaching. Good openers. So now we're going to talk about what actually to do. The best openers that I get opened with are from people who actually consume my content. If someone watches my stories and gives me a compliment or watches my stories and asks me something genuine, based off of my content, I am likely to respond. Even if I know that they're prospecting me, I will still respond. One, because I appreciate the gesture. And two, because sometimes it's just harder to resist, okay? If I post a picture of my dog and someone's like, oh my God, he's so cute. I'm like, ah, I know what you're doing, but ah, I, I, I gotta respond. And so compliments are really great. And guys, keep it genuine, keep it real. Uh, value is another thing, right? Giving first, giving value first. So instead of saying, you know, really often, instead of saying, hey, are you into fitness? Be like, hey, I I just create a free training for you. Or, hey, I have a free training. I'd love to send it to you, right? So if you come in with something to give, it makes it easy for them to respond because all they have to do is just receive value. They don't have to entertain a conversation with someone that they don't know, but they're just receiving value. And so going in with something to give, like a free training, is extremely valuable. Going with a compliment where you actually engage with their content genuinely is a good opener. You'll get higher responses from this. Now, the conversation agenda. This is where people often mistake. They read the script that we provide in the PTBI and then they completely go off on their own agenda. The conversation agenda is this. You need to understand their goals. You need to understand the challenges and you need to understand their motivation. Asking anything outside of that, it goes against the agenda. You, it's just not needed. You don't need to ask how many days a week they're training. You don't need to ask how many meals a day they're eating. You don't need to ask, you know, what their favorite foods are. You just need to understand these three things. What are your goals? What are your challenges? What is your motivation? Once you understand these three things, you can then offer your call as a solution to help them achieve those three things. So just know that there's really nothing else that's important when it comes to having these conversations. You just need to put your discovery hat on and uncover these three things. Keep it to three to five questions tops. You have a very limited time window. So the thing is, is that with every single question that you ask, you have you run the risk of them ghosting or not answering or disappearing, right? And so if you're taking 10, 15 questions long, that conversation might last 30 to 40, to maybe even an hour long. The person's going to get busy at some point. The person has limited time. So you have to assume that with every single question, you're running against the clock of them getting busy doing something else. That could be playing video games. It could be going to the grocery store. It could be them go to the gym. It could be going to work. But they are eventually at some point going to stop and get busy doing something else. And so you want to be very effective 
perspective with the time. The other thing too, is that if you could just keep asking questions, asking questions, asking questions, they're going to start to get suspicious. They're going to be like, what is this person? Like, why does this person keep asking me questions? What is this person's agenda? This is weird. I'm just going to stop answering questions. Or they're going to realize that the, the conversation is not going anywhere. You're just asking a bunch of questions. And so once they realize it's not worth their time, they're going to do something else, right? And so you do have very limited uh, time. And I always recommend keep it to three to five questions top. Three of those questions being, what are your goals? What are your challenges? What's motivating you to achieve those goals and overcome those challenges, right? So that really leaves you with one to two extra questions on top. So be effective, follow the agenda, get to the point. The next thing that you want to know is that you are a shepherd leading sheep. Most people imagine a shepherd in the field and you're leading a sheep into the pen and the pen is the call booked. Most people are following the sheep saying, come on, like, let's go, like, let's go, come on. Like, what are you doing? And they're not really like taking leadership and the sheep is going, oh, I want to, you know, come nibble on this grass over here. Oh, let me go see and climb this rock. Oh, let me go take a poop in this bush, right? And the shepherd's just saying like, oh, okay, like, well, let's eventually come over here and, uh, oh, you want to go do that? Okay, well, let's go talk about that then. And they're just like, you know, following along without taking any leadership. In order for you to take leadership, you need to ask direct questions that lead to direct answers. Example, are you working on any fitness goals is a yes or no question that will give people the opportunity to say yes or no. And you typically don't want to give them the opportunity to opt out because if you ask the question, what are you currently working towards? They could probably say, I'm not working on anything right now. And at that point, where do you go? But the thing is, the answer that you got was a direct response to the question that you asked. And so if you ask the question more directly, you will get a more direct answer. So a better question to ask would be, what fitness goals are you working towards right now? Because that's not a yes or no question. That is, think about what you're currently working towards right now, and you will get a direct answer. Oh, right now, I'm actually trying to lose 10 pounds. And so people will start to give you different responses when you ask questions a little bit more directly. So don't ask open-ended questions like, are you working on any fitness goals? Are you having any challenges? Are you motivated to train in the gym right now? Instead, ask directly, what is the thing that they want? Now, mistaken report versus true rapport. Oftentimes, people will think mistaken rapport is true rapport. Mistaken rapport is becoming their friend. The truth is, you don't need to become their friend in order for you to build rapport. Think about it when you go into a doctor's office. Your doctor doesn't take the time to become your friend. In fact, I would probably argue that many of you aren't friends with your doctor. You probably don't follow your doctor on Instagram. You probably don't follow your doctor uh, on Twitter. You probably don't have his phone contact in your phone. You probably have the office's contact, but you don't have his phone number. So your doctor is not your friend, but you have rapport with your doctor because every time you go into the doctor's office, your doctor says, hey, how is the progress on this problem that you came in for? Or how is the progress on the solution that we provided for you? There's trust in the doctor. That's true rapport. So how do you build true rapport with your audience or with your ideal client? The way you build true rapport is by learning and understanding how you can help this person. So asking them about their life, asking them about their interests, asking them about their hobbies doesn't build good rapport. What builds good rapport is truly understanding where this person's at, what it is that they're looking for, and how you can help them. And the way that you do that is understanding what their goals are, what their current challenges is, and what's motivating them. Once you uncover those things, you can understand exactly how to help this person go from point A to point B. And you could position yourself as the solution for doing so. That's when you have true rapport. So a lot of you guys are wasting time asking questions that just don't have anything to do with the goal and outcome that we're looking for. The next thing is going to be offer the call as a solution, not a sale. 
well. When you are in the DMs and it's time for you to book a call, one, you want to be very direct. You don't want to say, do you want to hop on a call? Or would you like to hop on a call? Because again, that gives them an opt out. It's not very authoritative. What you should say instead is, let's hop on a call. Straight to the point. Let's hop on a call and talk about this. So offer the call as a solution. So once you uncover what their goals are, what the challenges are, what the motivation is, you should have a pretty good idea as to how to help this person. So the next step would be to hop on a call and offer advice. And you could say, hey, let's hop on a quick call. I'd love to give you some free advice on how you can overcome this challenge and achieve your goal. So you position the call as a solution to their pain point and achieving their goal, not as a sell. You don't wanna say, hey, I would love to hop on a call and tell you a little bit more about my program and how it works. Because then they're going to be like, oh, what's the price? And then where do you go from there, right? So to avoid that, just say, hey, I want to help you. Let me get you on a call so we could talk about where you're currently at and what I would do if I was in your position. Now, follow up and give value. So the follow up, the beautiful thing is that once you uncover their goals, challenges, and motivation, follow up becomes a lot easier because again, you have true rapport at this point. You know exactly where this person's at in their fitness and you can follow up and give value based on the previous conversation. Whereas if you talked about you know high school and people are studying in college and what people's favorite color is, you don't really have any relevancy when it comes to restarting that conversation following up up on the, the original conversation. But if that conversation was based on the goals, challenges, and motivations, you could follow up and say, hey, I know we talked a couple of weeks ago. How's everything going since we last chatted on this specific goal? And if the person is not making progress, you can re-offer the call or you can follow up and give them specific value based on the challenges that they were facing. So you can say, hey, I know that you're having a trouble with your nutrition. So I created this free training to give you some tips on how you can build a more consistent routine for nutrition, right? And again, that is valuable. That's going to position you as a coach. That's going to position you as the go-to guy for results. The next thing is voice messages and video messages. These do extremely well when it comes to building rapport. I remember back when I was single, I was DMing a girl on Instagram and I asked her to go on a date and she declined. And, you know, I didn't take it personally. I'm like, that's no problem. Like, can I at least have your phone number so we can text? She gave me her phone number. About a week later, I FaceTimed her out of the blue. She answered the FaceTime call. We had a really great conversation on FaceTime. And then I asked her out again. And when I asked her out again, she accepted. She told me that the reason why she declined was that she didn't feel like she knew me. I was a stranger on Instagram. But after the FaceTime call, she got to know me on a personal level. She got to hear my voice. She got to hear my tonality, realized that I wasn't a weirdo and she felt more comfortable and said yes. So just because someone says no the very first time you ask, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a no forever. It just means that they need to be warmed up more. And so oftentimes sending voice messages and sending video messages is a really great way to break the ice and build a stronger, deeper connection. You can do this in the original conversation that you have with this person, or you can do it in the follow-up as well. Lastly, demonstrate value with free trainings to send leads. Guys, you know, you're not going to book calls right away. Your very first conversation that you have with every single person. Oftentimes it's going to take two, three, four, five conversations with someone before they decide that they want to get on a call. And so feel free to build trainings based on what people are having trouble with in the conversation. So if someone says that they want to lose 10 pounds, they're having a hard time understanding what to eat, then make them a training, make them a free training, like go above and beyond because you'll be able to use that training training for someone else on the road as well. For example, this lesson right here, we might actually send this to people in the DMs and show them exactly how to get better results. And when they see this video, they might watch a little bit more of our trainings on YouTube, 
They might check out our website. They might watch more content for myself. And by that point, they're going to be pretty much pre-sold, pre-bought, and they're going to be much more likely to hop on a call the next time we ask. Now, we're going to wrap it up here. What I want you guys to know is that you should approach your conversations to discover, not sell. Go in with your curiosity hat to learn more about your prospect to see how you can help. You're not trying to sell anything in the DMs. You're not trying to close anybody. So there's really no pressure. All you're here to do is give value and discover. The next thing is going to be be direct. There is nothing else that you guys need to be talking about other than figuring out what this person's specific goals are, what this person's specific challenges are, and what the specific person's motivation is. Anything else is false rapport. It doesn't need to be talked about. And lastly, follow the script. One thing I want to mention too is that you can lead the conversations and it's okay for them to ask you questions. You don't need to ignore the questions that they ask. You should absolutely be answering the questions that they ask you. But the trick is to always follow up with your own question, right? So if someone asks you, hey, how long have you been a coach for? Oftentimes I'll see people respond, say, hey, I've been a coach for three years. It's what I love to do. And then they don't follow it up with that. And then the person's like, okay, well, am I the one asking you the questions now? And you're just like hoping for them to ask you about coaching and you're not taking control. In reality, what it should be is, hey, I've been coaching for three years. It's what I love to do. Just curious, are you working on any fitness goals right now? Or I'm just curious, what fitness goals are you working on right now? So you can answer the questions that they ask, but you always follow up with the question. So that way you lead the conversation where you want it to go. And the conversation should always go, what are your goals? What are your challenges? What are your motivations? Let's hop on a call so I can help you. If they are not interested in hopping on a call, follow up with them, ask how their progress is going, give them more value. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace.